Hi, I'm Christy Hurt, the founder of The Collab. We are a collective of brand professionals sharing our career stories. Every week, we pair up two members and they interview each other. So you'll get to hear one episode this week and one next week. You can join us too. Sign up at jointhecollab.com and then tell your story. Hello, I am Julian Randall. I'm a fashion writer and a PhD student at the Manchester Fashion Institute. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Andrea Pasquale. She's a brand designer and fashion designer based in Toronto, Canada. Andrea, how are you? Good. Hey, Julian, how are you? I'm good. So tell me about yourself. Where'd you grow up? Where'd you go to school? I grew up in Toronto, Canada, and I went to school in Toronto, Canada at first. So my undergrad was in advertising. I started off in advertising and I finished in graphic design. I went to the Ontario College of Art and Design in Toronto. And after that, I went to school in New York. So I studied at SIT and I studied footwear and handbags. So accessories design. Very interesting. I also majored in advertising for undergrad. So we have that in common. Why advertising? Honestly, at the time when I chose advertising didn't really know what I was getting into. I just wanted to do something creative. So I've always been a creative and I actually switched my program to graphic design because I wanted to be more hands-on with the design work. So I like thinking big picture, but I also like thinking nitty gritty. And it was just a way for me to, I guess, see how I can apply my creativity. Yeah. Has that in some way significantly informed your approach to designing for fashion, apparel and accessories and stuff? Yes, it has actually. So after I finished at SIT, I didn't really think about my background in advertising and graphic design. So after I finished at SIT, I actually wanted to forget the whole advertising and graphic design thing and just keep moving on with footwear and accessories, but it was tough being a Canadian student studying in the States. So it was difficult for me to find opportunities. So fast forward to today, I do use my advertising and graphic design background as a brand designer by day while I continue building my own brand as a fashion designer at night. Nice. How did your move from Canada to the States impact your career at all? Like, are there any differences or similarities in just style and and culture and things like that? Being in New York impacted me a whole lot. It was so exciting at the time, like a fashion student in New York at the hub of everything. There's so much going on. Being with my peers at school, seeing what everyone else is doing seeing how everyone's so creative and entrepreneurial. I was so sad when I had to leave to Canada. And actually, after after I finished school, I moved to the west coast of Canada, Vancouver, BC, to intern for a footwear designer. And I remember finding an email that I wrote to my parents. I actually saw this a few days ago. I said, Mom and Dad, I've learned everything that I can. I'm starting my own business. So... The drive that my friends had, it just, I it couldn't get out of my head. So a few years later, I bought a sewing machine and then I started sewing handbags out of my apartment. And 
I don't think people realize the difficulty of being an entrepreneur in fashion is. That's why I'm still a brand designer during the day. So I, I'm balancing both right now, but I really do hope to grow my fashion business. Yeah. Do you consider yourself, because I know some people who do multiple things or who juggle two careers, brand themselves as like a multi-hyphenate. Do you ascribe to that? Absolutely. Or do you prioritize one over the other? Is there one that you prefer to lead with? It really depends on the conversation and who I'm, who I'm speaking to because I work in branding. So I'm always, I always have this thing in the back of my head, like how am I positioning myself to this group of people? But at the end of the day, I am a multi-hyphenate for sure. I mean, even aside from the brand design work and even aside from what I do as a fashion designer and fashion brand owner, I love to take part in art projects. Yeah. I think coming at fashion or a particular design practice from something that's seemingly unrelated really can enrich your designs, your approach to your work. I mean, you have so many examples, like I believe Tom Ford studied architecture and so many other people in fashion didn't, they come at it from a different angle. And so I think that's, that's really cool. It differentiates you a bit. Do you see any like similarities between like how you approach both being a brand designer and a fashion designer in terms of, I don't know, aesthetically or strategically? Yes, both. So strategically, when we think about brand foundations, when we think about who our audience is and what our brand voice is, things like that, and what our brand messaging is, I try to apply that to my own brand. So what I do with my brand clients, I use those strategies for myself. And when it comes to design, I didn't notice this, but I've had people tell me that I have a more graphic approach to the fashion pieces that I create. So I recently launched some silk scarves, for example, and my friends were like, oh, they're so graphic. Your logo is everywhere. But I really love the the graphic bold imagery. And that's how I approach my brand and graphic design work for other people. Okay. Do you consider your brand to be a luxury brand per se, or is it just a fashion brand? Do you have a specific category in mind when you're, when you're making things? Absolutely a luxury brand. And my definition of luxury, not just in quality and craftsmanship, but also in exclusivity. And I want to build a conversation about community and intimacy. I know everyone has their definition of luxury, but I see it as having things that not everyone else necessarily has and really following and understanding my brand story and feeling like you can be a part of it. Yeah. So there's a, a, a balance of exclusivity, but also you, you said at the end, feeling like you can be a part of it. So that's also, I think, encompassing the more recent inclusive evolution of luxury, which is really cool and important. Is there anything that you would do differently in terms of your career? There have been a lot of lessons I've learned, but I feel like if I didn't go through those, then I wouldn't be where I am today. Every day is like a, a lesson. One big lesson I learned was trying to do everything on my own. 
it wasn't sustainable for me. So when I said I was sewing handbags out of my home studio, now I'm actually getting them made. It makes such a big difference in what I can do for my brand and just in how I can scale. Because before I was physically tired and drained. So things like that, like I wish I approached that differently, but I feel like if I didn't go through that, I wouldn't have learned. Yeah, I think that's something that a lot of people have to come to embrace is getting help and knowing that that's okay, especially as an entrepreneur. So good on you for realizing that for yourself and your own business. What are you the most proud of so far? I feel like I'm the most proud of just, this might sound cheesy, but like I said, every day is like a new learning experience. And I feel like the fact that I didn't give up is what makes me proud. I've been making handbags and I've been designing for over a decade now. And there have been so many ups and downs and so many opportunities for me to stop. But I keep going because I, I believe in myself. So just waking up every day and saying, yes, I'm going to do this. Let's, what's, what's the plan for today? How, how am I going to grow? How am I going to move forward? That's what I'm proud of. As you should be. Absolutely. Because it's, I mean, entrepreneurship is hard, right? Being a freelancer is hard, especially with social media, because the algorithm is changing so frequently. You have to put out so much just to get noticed. I know even for me and my work, that's a challenge that I run up against. So good on you for keeping on. Thank you. Yeah. What's next for for you? And then also I'll add to that. Do you have a particular vision for either one of your businesses? Yes. Okay. So with the brand and graphic design work for my clients, I want to continue, but I want to be more selective of my projects because it's tough balancing. So it's tough splitting my time. I plan to spend more time on my fashion brand, but just like Pharrell, I still want to dabble and do that creative work on the side. So I, I don't see a stop to my other creative projects. And in terms of my fashion brand, I just, I want it to grow. And it's tough because even though I've been designing for quite some time now, and I actually launched my first e-com shop in 2014, so it's, it's been a while, I still feel like I'm learning about my audience. And I'm, I still feel like my brand is growing every day. I just want to come to a point where it's not me. I have employees under my belt to help me grow. And I see my brand as more of a community where they can co-create. They have more input in what I'm releasing next. So I feel like what's next for my brand, it's, it's more community-based. That's how I see it. And I just want to keep growing in that sense. Yeah. One thing I didn't ask you that I am genuinely curious about, are there any particular artistic influences, cultural influences that, yeah, influence your, your design work for fashion specifically? Yes. Art and music, for sure. Art and music, always. Hip-hop, for sure. I love hip. I grew up on hip hop and it's actually what started my freelancing. So small side story, a few years back before I took freelancing, before I became more steady as a freelance 
brand designer, I started doing my rendition of a hip hop album covers and I was posting them on Instagram. And then I had DJs contacting me saying, oh, do you want to do my cover art? So things like that, it really, and also me listening to the music, it, it inspires my creative vision, not just as a brand designer, but also for my own brand. Well, thank you so much, Andrea, for hanging out. This was great. I really enjoyed talking to you. Thanks, Julian. I enjoyed talking to you as well. Thanks so much for being here for the Collab Career Stories podcast. Please follow us on social media at Join the Collab and sign up to become a member and share your story at jointhecollab.com.